Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Luke and Pete Show. It is Monday the 18th of September. My name is Pete Donaldson and I'm joined by um, little little big Lukey, Lukey Moore. You all right, Lukey Moore? Little big Lukey Moore. Little big LBLM, Planet. LBLM they call me. Little big Planet. Great video game from back in the day. Um, how are you doing, man? You all right? I'm, I'm Not back. bad. This I'm is back. My fav- one of my favourite types of shows because... Um, we, as we mentioned before, we've pre-recorded quite a lot of the earlier ones because you've been in Japan, and this mm. is the first time I've seen you yeah. in a good couple of weeks, and I'm very excited to see you. Look, you've got lipstick on at the moment. Um, I think it's because I, I don't generally shave wet shave, um, but I did that, which makes my lips really pop <laughs> with yeah. burst blood vessels. <laughs> you look like you spent like the weekend doing a drag act or something. Yeah, uh, I've also come hot off the heels of uh, a WrestleMe live show uh, where yeah. I dressed not only like the Undertaker but also uh, like um, the uh, I can't remember. I, I, I buy a kilt and a Marilyn Manson T-shirt um, <laughs> for for the Headbangers um, costume that I, I had to wear for the WrestleMe live show uh, yeah. in London's King's Place on on Saturday. Um, but I did not give any money to Marilyn Manson. I made my own with a printer. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice to hear. And so, look, I think people listening to this will be absolutely beside themselves with excitement hmm. um, that you've just been to Japan for the first time in how many years? But, well, turns out you informed me. I thought it was like one and a half to two years no. um, on this very show four. a few weeks ago you literally said it's it's cracking on for four <laughs> it, must be, it has to be it can't have been you can't have gone two years ago because of COVID yeah. so Wild. it has to be that you mm. took the um, the lady you have access to with you mm-hmm. um, yep. you packed up the whole apology cabin lock, stock and barrel mm. and took it all the way to the Far East how did it go tell us about the trip it went very well um, I think I speak for Sarah when I say She's um she 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 won't be rushing back <laughs> to Japan, <laughs> but we tried our very best Why? to find places that uh that would enchant and delight Sarah because like she likes relaxing holidays um yeah. and I I do like relaxing holidays but if you go to Japan halfway the, halfway around the world isn't it you got to just get up and out and see everything that you can possibly see and, oh, and we I managed to sort of see been insufferable absolutely <laughs> was like proper dad. Let's get let's get in the car. Let's get on the train. I'll carry all the stuff. Like it, it was proper. Like we have to be here at a certain time, and uh, that's that's not conducive for a relaxing uh, holiday. Has no, to be said, and so. and, and uh, the thing that really stuck 
in my mind mm. was the last time I saw you and you said, I'm not really sure if Sarah's going to enjoy it. She likes mm. having relaxing, quiet holidays. And that was ringing in my ears as I opened up Instagram mm. and saw that you made her check into a hotel where the concierge was a animatronic dinosaur. Well, that, well, that's not strictly true, Luke. Um, <laughs> that's, what, that's what it looked like. It, that's it, what it looked like on the on the Instagram. It, it was two animatronic dinosaurs. Um, and well, because they got much more efficient. They exactly. Can, got exactly. One person can um, do the photocopying of your passport, person. and the other one can uh, tell Is you where clause? your room is and print out your room keys. <laughs> <laughs> what's the bad, What's the What's the reason for that being a thing? So I. Um, constant i through this holiday we lost like three or four things but the great thing about japan is if you lose something you'll always find it you'll always get it back someone will always hand it in uh, and i managed to um leave a bag in a um in, in a restaurant uh, a cafe at um osaka uh, train station uh, and we were kind of like hour and a half into the journey and i was like ah oh, shit i'm gonna have to go back and get that what so i went back and got that hmm? what was in the bag uh, $300 and my spectacles. Um, just huh. a good night in, <laughs> yeah. all told. And uh, so, yeah, I said, Sarah, can That's you... That's sure a Twinder buyer, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> five, five foot nine. Um, and uh, <laughs> stealing an inch there uh, with my lifts in. Um, I, I sort of said, look, you go to Fucker Walker, you get, you, you get in a taxi, just go to the hotel, check in, and I'll be there as soon as I can. Obviously forgetting that the one hotel that we booked that has dinosaur, animatronic dinosaur concierges at front desk and no human beings to talk to. Oh, what are um, the chances? And <laughs> Well, remote, turns out, because all of the other ones had been humans. All the other bell bellboys and bellhops and people had yeah. all been humans. But uh, this time around, yeah, it, I had um, hilariously booked us into a hotel that had um, dinosaur concierges. But, uh, you know, that, that's what Japan's all about, isn't it, really? Yeah, apparently. Seems yeah, like it. apparently. But, um, so what, what, they, they presumably just, uh, they just parrot a, a kind of list of recorded phrases, do they? They just... base a lot of like Japanese hotels because of the language level of a lot of the the staff members. Um, certainly on the male side of things, that they're never that great at understanding uh, like accents and stuff. Um, so they use um a lot of like um uh, touch screens and stuff. So right. the, the 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 um I think the animatronic dinosaurs are very much there to augment the effect of having the touch screens as well. And they're just you know nice for the kids and stuff. But um yeah that 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 was kind of really fun. That nice for the kids is it well kids like dinosaurs don't terrifying they terrifying for the Terrif- kids i mean they were absolutely terrifying speaking in yeah. very polite um honorific japanese yeah the uh, best the best case scenario well worst case scenario we're going to get eaten by dinosaurs best mm. case scenario is we've been as a society taken over by dinosaurs and yeah. i'm not quite sure of my place in the social economic strata that is That's that true. is really the the only two options available to a kid who doesn't understand how the world works. My mm. son went to a hotel and saw that. He'd cry. Yeah, okay, fair. But he cries at a lot of stuff, surely. He's four months old. He's That's four months old, Luke. That's how it goes. And the great, the beauty thing about it is you you try predicting what he's going to cry at next. You can't. <laughs> Could be anything. Could even be something he loved the day before. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, never mind. I'll do that again. No, it's you like, won't. It's like work with me. Very changeable. He's actually a little bit like that. And Very I think a lot changeable. of people would say it's like working with me as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, the only difference being that I've got a beard. Yeah, um, exactly. So did you think about me at all while you were away? I did. Uh, got you some Pokemon cards. Uh, got oh, you thanks. Little, yeah, um, the Wi-Fi have actually requested those. A little T-shirt for for the little one as well. Um, mm. Yeah, the um, yeah, I thought about you. you a bit. Um, but but the problem with like time difference is like, when I'm sort of waking up, I'm just catching up on 
50 million WhatsApp messages yeah. on it on a load of different groups and stuff. So that, that, popular, that's very good. Popular. Popular. Is that a little kind of humble brag about how popular you are, Peter? <laughs> no, just bad with admin. I don't don't close any of them down. I've got like three football teams I don't play f- for anymore uh, that, that I'm involved in. But I, um, I, I also lost um, a laptop. Um, in a hotel miles away from where we ended up and I basically emailed them I said look can you get us that laptop and they said no worries they sent it within like a day and a half all wrapped up beautifully great cardboard box work and it only cost like a tenant to get it back it was so such good service that's brilliant yeah really really good stuff and um, are they still did you um, did did Sarah who hasn't visited the country before make any kind of cultural faux pas or were you there to guide her through it um, no, no, I think she, I, I think um, we were having a lot, like, a lot of like sushi, like, I had a lot of sushi um, and mm. um, she, um, I, I think she um, realised that, um, you know that little packet of ginger you get with sushi? Yeah. That's like for bits of, that's for like in between meals, That this is the only four part I can think of. Um, you know the little oh, packet of uh, ginger it's like a palate cleanser is it's it? like a palate cleanser yeah but okay. because it's delicious Sarah just puts it on her sushi which is absolutely right. fine that's her prerogative but I would say in a the rarefied atmosphere of a very intense sushi um, restaurant upwards of like 150 quid a pop um, where the man is making the sushi right in front of you yeah. that's a fuck you, <laughs> that's a fuck I, bet, you I, I can imagine how well you dealt with that I bet you were going that's absolutely fine if you, if you want to I do did. that you I paid did. for it yeah, it's I did, yeah. absolutely fine you can do what you want it's and fine. you were banned yeah. were you barred forever <laughs> that's a ban now but it was uh, and then I did a four par by saying there was too much food on offer um, and in Japanese and, and that was a diss to him that he had, he'd prepared too much food for us when in very it, 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 you know it was very much my fault for having too many ice creams before we started the meal so yeah, is that the kind of thing that he would so he how, how did that how did that kind of discomfort and annoyance manifest itself um well he he sort of just when i said it he sort of went uh um uh it, the, you know it, it, that's why i like the japanese <laughs> they're quite like me nervous there's, there's, there's no <laughs> They, they they don't want to have a conversation any more than you do. No, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, and do you think you'll struggle to adjust back to British life? Um, well, I mean, the time zone uh, issue. Is you look like you might already be doing so. If you really is very much rolling on. But uh, yeah, I'd, well, I'd, as as we started um, the show. Um, when we came back, I came back to news that uh, my neighbour noticed that my um, scooter had been stolen. Uh, yeah, my, that's my, bad. That's annoying. The Wangy One Two Five T. And I was like, no oh, respect. God, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to, uh, you know, get a crime number and get my insurance and all that stuff. Yeah. Anyway, um, these uh, naughty whippers- whippersnappers had, had just taken it around the corner. I just found it like ten minutes before we started the show around the corner. Hmm. Um, so I wheeled it back, and um, it's absolutely fucked. They've had a screwdriver in the uh, in, in the lock, so um, but they didn't manage to break it, and that's the unique difference of the Wangy One Two Five. It so doesn't even do? work when when they've got the key. You weren't riding it anyway, were you? Uh, I was puttering around here and there. That's a, a phase you've gone through now. Well, got, got a car now, haven't I? But um, exactly. yeah, good time. Good times had by all uh, on the old uh, uh, on the old. Uh, holiday uh went to see some wrestling uh we went to uh I, I was i i've never been to japan when uh i've sort of 
I've had to sort of think about the tattoos on my legs. Now, the big thing in Japan oh, is obviously... Oh, so yeah, the last time out, we talked about the fact that you're going to have to have some silicon legs. I, was, I, brought, some, I brought some silicon legs with me, uh, and the only issue with that is and was um, they look worse than the actual tattoos themselves. It, it, it's more conspicuous to wear silicon jelly legs than actually just wander around with your tattoos right. on shore. Um, and I... I hadn't i've never spent that much time and the the whole sort of holiday was kind of like um uh, characterized by me being astounded as to how much you can get out of a holiday when you're not hungover from day one to day 14 like you can get so much more done you feel better you have a better time if you don't get pissed every night yeah yeah. I'm pleased that you've established that. I know, at 42. But, the, answer, um, the, yeah. question, the direct question in response would be, why weren't you getting pissed every night? Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, why wasn't I getting pissed every night? I don't know. Well, very smoky, very smoky atmosphere in, in bars. You kind of forget. Um, you're not allowed to smoke on the street, but you can smoke in a restaurant. <laughs> oh, really? So there's, there's, there's no smoking ban in indoor spaces, but it's not accepted to smoke outside? Yeah, you're not allowed to smoke outside. Um, you have a That's little weird. kind of area next to like train stations and stuff that you can smoke in. Uh, but if you try and smoke uh, in a restaurant, it's absolutely fine. So that that's the weird thing. Uh, I don't about... think I'd like that these days. Well, that's I didn't clock it, but like when we first went to the first bus, I went, I can't believe anyone's smoking. Like it's insane, and your your clothes absolutely reek. Is this what we smelt like it in is. like the nineties? Do, you know, do you know what it is? Because um, I I can remember. Sadly, as I'm sure you can, before the mm. smoking ban in this country where you used to go out on the piss and you stank the next day. Like the, yeah. smoke, the, the clothes and your hair it was awful. Yeah. And um, I thought it was, I mean, the, 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 the slight downside to the smoking ban now is that everywhere smells of farts, doesn't it? Farts and vapes, yeah. People but the vape doesn't fart linger. all the time. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, I think the, um, the cigarette smoke, while, you know, clearly having a quite disastrous carcinogenic effect, was... <laughs> Doing a lot of the heavy lifting with masking a lot. Yeah, people are having to sort of clean their clean their properties a a little bit more. I would say, like, it kind of dovetails with um, the rise of IPA and the rise of the farts. I think that's kind of like the rise of 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 IPA and and craft ale. Surely must uh, must kind of like have some kind of correlation. Now I'm fed (laughs) up. I'm fed up of it. I'm fed up of people that drink it. Yeah, I'm fed up of hearing about it, even though I look like someone that would like it. Well, yeah, I mean, you've 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 grown a beard to look just like a man who loves a bit of IPA. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm taking them down from the inside. I'm like a double yeah. agent. I go in. I tell you what, when I go into my local looking like this and say, pint of lager, please, barman, no one can fucking believe it. They're absolutely beside themselves. Yeah. I just think now, I've got to the point now, I'm being very, very restrictive in my mentality towards IPAs. I feel like if you're going into a pub, you know, look, have a lager, have mm. a Guinness, mm. have some kind of short drink. I think there's a lot of... Um, a lot of balls and having like a you know like a whiskey, you know, I right. like that. I respect that. Have yeah. a soft drink if you want. Mm. I just don't. I can't get on board with the performative nature of an IPA now. And I look up at a board of an IPA pub, and not one of the beers is under about nine percent. Fuck yeah. off. Get out. Never. <laughs> get a madry and fuck off. Yeah, I'll go. To, I'll go to the. I'll just go to the corner shop and get four pack of Fosters and bring them in myself. <laughs> and I'll pay you a deposit for the glass, so I'm not taking yeah. the piss. That's and then fine. we'll go from there. I can't be having it. How's the IPA scene in Japan? Uh, growing, I think. I think it's. I mean, obviously, the I, I was on the search for the perfect lager uh, because out there they the love problem a massive. Is though, you don't know what the perfect lager is. No, You're very unqualified no. to know that. I, it's it's like I've woken up every every time like a caveman. <laughs> and what is yeah. this? What is this beautiful orange amber? You drink? think a perfect um, lager is carling? 
I think the perfect lager is Stella. I think Stella. Oh, and, and, mate. And it's just nice. Um, and, and and I'm right because I've drank loads of it. Um, so you'd know I, by now. <laughs> I thought you were a Heine man. I'm a Heine. I don't mind a Heine. That, 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 that's quite popular out there. You have like these, these um, you know, you've got your Asahis and your Sapporos and stuff, but you have these kind of like cold glasses. They know how to serve it. Cold glasses. I like that. They don't mind a big head on the, on it because it looks like a cartoon beer. Um, <laughs> and they just and, 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 and they just get on with it. And I was like, I was saying, Sarah, I need the perfect beer. And I kind of got it on like the second last day. Um, it was absolutely cracking. But great you know, stuff. I, I'll tell you about the perfect beer I had um, about... A month after my son was born, mm-hmm. um, we had to kind of start started to set into a semblance of a routine. I was much mm. kind of a month old. Um, as far as like my wife and I, we would do it in shifts. And that mm. particular week, I was uh, on shift uh, in the evening, mm. and but the, the boy was asleep and he was sleeping really well as he still does, thankfully. Touch wood. And it was Glastonbury Festival, Peter. Right. Okay. And right. so I um I I knew Guns N' Roses were playing that night on the telly. Um, so I put a glass in the freezer yeah. um, in the morning, and then I got the um, I got two cans of proper uh, Estrella right um, in the right in the coldest part of the fridge, and then when Guns N' Roses came on, I timed it just so I poured the beer in into a perfectly frozen glass, and it was the first beer I drank for well over a month, mm. and it was delicious. <laughs> Instantly, I'll tell shut you yourself. what. That's an authentic story, that, to those yeah. listening. That's a story that actually happened. Yeah. And that would work as a magnificent piece of content for some kind of alcohol sponsor. But I'm I think... just saying that. <laughs> well, just an alcohol what annoys me, But Pete, what annoys me is that sponsors, mm. potential sponsors to this show, they're mm. missing out. Yeah. But not sponsoring that kind of content because it's authentic, it's genuine, yeah. it's sincere, it's yeah. delivered by a sensational broadcast, if you don't mind me saying, mm. uh, with a lot of experience. And it's from the heart, and I think that mm. the impact of that to a potential customer of their beer brand would be quite quite large. I, but I think the, um, the 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 image of you balancing a a, a freezing cold uh, glass of um, cooking lager on a baby's head—it's not cooking you... lager, is it, Estrella? I mean, it's, it's and it's, it's fine to it's fine to have a beer when your baby's asleep at like right. nine p.m. Yeah, but you're breastfeeding, that? mate. You can't be doing that. <laughs> That's true. You've got the problem is you've got a very different outlook towards alcohol than me. I'm I'm a very very urbane, responsible drinker. I like a couple right. of beers in the pub and the local. I enjoy myself. I go home and I go. Mm. That was nice. I'm now moving on to the next thing. Yeah. You're like, why can't I get pissed every minute of every day? Well, that's that's and- not true, though, is it? I'm 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 a person who has rules about drinking early. Uh, I'm a binge drinker by my very nature. I'm a binge drinker. Don't say that. We're not going to get a sponsor now, are we? <laughs> Fucking hell, Donson. Why would no, you set everything that's back? that's good. I should encourage people to drink Lords. <laughs> oh, I've got an idea. Let's present it to a beer brand. What we were thinking, right, is it would be great for you if everyone drank shitloads of beer all the fucking time. Yeah, spilling it everywhere, getting another <laughs> one, buying everybody else some. Yeah, lovely. Don't, don't leave the meeting. I've got just one more thing. Irresponsible decisions. It's, exactly. Let's yeah. talk about them. Yeah. Come to my local and have a beer with me. Where's that come from? Just asking. Right, okay, yeah, fine. To? Do you want to? Yeah. What time, what time is your cutoff that you actually can start drinking? Um, 6 p.m. Okay. Usually. That's and the worst anyone time. who's seen me, anyone who's seen me um, drinking a beer before that is uh, is a liar. <laughs> yeah. 
It's one of your many lookalikes. Yeah, exactly. I, um, yeah. I, um, is it true you still send many, one of your many lookalikes to different pubs just to show think because they think that Pete Donaldson's drinking in their establishment? Yeah, to do the DJ sets. If you if you've met anyone like out and about, it's very much my uh, it's very much my lookalike who's uh, perpetrated that particular appearance. Peter, I, I think realistically, when you get to a, kind of our age, you want to mm. be having a beer or two around three and then go home about seven or eight. Yeah, but then that just ruins the rest of the night. You need Why? to start drinking at so It just does, because you just feel sleepy. You just feel, ugh. Well, great, it's eight o'clock. Go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a four-month-old son. That's perfect. <laughs> It'll be up at two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Peter, we've done the first half where you've talked a bit about Japan. I think right. in the second half of this show today, I think what we should try and do is maybe come up, cover some of the things that happened while you were away. Not to okay. me personally, right. but just to the to British society in general. Well, it sounds um, like you just had two pints. You'll be unsurprised to know a lot of the stuff that happened in Britain while you were away was fucking terrible. Mm, mm, yeah. All right, then. We'll be back in a second. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. We're back with a little picture on a Monday. So um, if you, uh, just a little reminder, if you want to get your battery brands in, if you want to say hello, hello at lookingpicture.com on the emails. Um, Luke, fill us in. What's been happening since I've been away? Before I get into some of the stories, I wanted to uh, avail you of my favourite tweet of the uh, period while you're right. away. And it's from a guy called Mike Primavera. I don't know what he's like. He might be awful. I haven't looked at right. the rest of his feed. I just enjoyed this tweet. Mm. He says, on my friend's 21st birthday, we were all going out drinking. 
and before he left, his grandfather told him if he really wanted to drink everyone under the table, he should drink three shots of olive oil to coat his stomach. Mm. Three shots of olive oil to coat his stomach. So he did. And as soon as we got to the bar, he shit his pants. (laughs) (laughs) It's a stool softener. There's no two ways about it. And I thought to myself, I reckon that's a a fake story. That probably didn't happen. But apparently in April of this year, Starbucks rolled out um, a load of olive oil infused drinks in the USA, Mm. UK, Japan and the Middle East. And um, they had to stop them. Because people had to keep running to the toilet because yeah, they were already drinking coffee. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, coffee and olive oil. And and imagine, like, you're about to shit yourself and you're trying to find the cord for the bloody thing. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, look, and I, you've I already say... kicked off at several preps not having the toilet at all, right? It, it, correct, correct. They should they should have. It's it's a goddamn restaurant for crying out loud. I would say that um, one of the products I enjoyed that's uh, exclusive to Japan at the moment uh, was a... It started on September the 7th, I think. A... Um, Sweet potato, a buttered sweet potato latte from Starbucks. Get out. <laughs> Get out. It's just basically they put a lot of cream on the top of the latte and then in the cream they have suspended little chips, little sweet potato chips, salty sweet potato buttery chips, uh, which is uh, just astounding work. Have you really. have you sampled the beverage or not? Yeah, I had it. It was it was it was all right. It wasn't too bad. Like it wasn't um, as bad. But the problem with those kind of like fancy lattes is they don't taste like they've got any coffee in them. Like no. I don't know, they're not I making think that me might wake be the up. Point though. Yeah, probably. People might like mm. that. Um, mm. uh, it reminds me of that. Um, I don't know if you saw it. There was a piece of content on X the other day mm. where a guy was like, "Oh, um, it's autumn now, really." So, uh, well, Dunkin' Donuts are rolling out their autumn menu. Yeah. So that means you can get great news. That means you can get an extra large pumpkin spiced um, frappuccino latte, or whatever, from Dunkin' Donuts. So let's go and do that. And he goes in there and he buys it, and it's obviously fucking gigantic, <laughs> and it costs about five bucks or whatever. Yeah. And he says, check this out. I'm going to break this down. And this is what this um, drink is, basically. I think I saw this. Would you pour out the sugar? I think it might have been the same amount of sugar as 13 of Dunkin' Donuts glazed donuts. <laughs> 13! <laughs> that is absolutely It's like 980 calories. Yeah. I, I mean, that's one drink. Astounding. Good God. Yeah. And I do think there's, a, there's an element of, a, of of the idea of the US as a concept which mm. is very much founded on the idea that if you want to do what you fucking want, go and do it, right? Mm. And of course, if you take that to its natural extreme, it becomes this lib- libertarian like nightmare mm. where no one wins, and I get yeah. that. But there is an undercurrent in culture in the US, in my experience, where it's almost a bit like they wouldn't be comfortable at all with the nanny state, right? So they, what they would say is, if you want to drink that drink, that's up to you, yeah. right? That's on you. Mm. Take the responsibility, go and do it, and um, if you don't like it and it makes you fat, that's a, that's your fault kind of thing. Mm. And I know I'm not saying I agree with that wholesale because I don't, because I think you need some kind of intervention and people need to be looked after to a certain extent, although we can argue about what extent. I, I do think it's quite liberating in a way, though, because, like, for example, you know, here you can't really get some of the stuff that they sell in the US because it just contravenes a load of food, re- food regulations here. I mean, there's a um, lot of literal poison in American food, though, isn't there? There's like there's like carcinogenic um, additives that have been banned by the EU like decades ago that they're sort of yeah. going, eh. And, and that's weird because like the, 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 it's a big kind of legal culture that the, the people go out and, and sue you if you uh, do a thing. It, it, I don't understand how they're out to get away with a lot of stuff that they're, they're getting away with. Um, 
but do you strike me as the kind of guy that mm. quite likes the idea of eating a packet of crisps and having the artificial colourings on your hands for two weeks afterwards? <laughs> they are very bright and orange. I mean, the, our Watsit stopped being kind of radioactive in the 80s, really. Right? Yeah. That, that, that doesn't kind of happen anymore. Iron brew, you can't get sugary iron brew anymore. You've got to buy special iron brew that you pay the extra tax on. It's, it's you know, it, it's... yeah. I, I think we should be looked after in that way. That is the role of government. So I think, yeah. So I think, yeah. That, that's it, isn't it? So I think I, I, pro- I would probably agree with you as a European liberal. I would kind of agree with you, but I think in the US they're a bit more like do your thing. You well, they're private healthcare as well. So I mean, obviously, I'm paying for someone else's bad decisions here. Uh, You're paying for other... quite a lot of your own as well. But <laughs> exactly. <you>. But I'm <laughs> adding day. a few into the pot myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's the beauty of it. American listeners, we all just chuck our lot in. We all just see who can be the most irresponsible and all pay for each other's healthcare. Exactly. I'm comfortable with it. I'm I'm comfortable (laughs) with it. Um, Anyway, look, so that was a a slightly sidetracked there. Mm. The big story that happened while you were away, and you may have seen a bit of this, Mm. um, is that um, a a terror suspect escaped from prison by um, strapping himself to the underside of a delivery lorry uh, lorry from Mm. uh, um, HMP Wandsworth. Um, he's 21 years old. Um, he's now since been caught again. Um, we should probably make out, um, make it absolutely clear that he was on remand for allegedly trying to spy for an enemy state, understood according to the BBC by, uh, to be Iran, mm. and plotting a fake bomb hoax. But what I took from this was that you don't really see this happening much anymore. And I reckon back in the day, escaping from a prison was kind of like fair game. Like, the prison holds you in. You've done what mm. you've done. That's your punishment. It's the prison's responsibility to hold you in there. Yeah. If you get away, because the technology's so poor, because we're going back, I don't know, 100 years or whatever, if you get away, you're away. Yeah. You know? and, uh, and it seemed like I, a lovely I, throwback. It was a lovely throwback. And I think there was another, I think it was a Brazilian murderer who did a similar thing. He crab walked up the wall in America. Wow. And he was on the lamb for a bit. He sort of, he was. I think he was an ex- um, uh, mountain climber or something. So they should know have known. that if you're a prison officer. <laughs> no, know that. So, so someone had only crab walked up the wall. He'd sort of put his arms and legs on um, opposing bits of the wall and kind of climbed up like Batman used to do um, up, up, up a skyscraper. Do we know how high? Um, relatively high, but they basically someone had done it. Like, it was a couple of stories, and then he had climbed over some barbed wire that had been installed the last time someone had crab walked up the wall. Uh, and this guy was like quite good at mountain climbing. Anyway, so he went on the lamb, and he was in you know he was kind of making his way through uh, undergrowth, uh, walking on the line of like um, power lines and stuff, only travelling at night and stuff. And he got quite far, and there was a massive manhunt for it. And uh, when the police caught them, they did that um, pathetic um, kind of like they they had like fifty police officers and the suspect in the middle bleeding from a head wound uh, and they all took like a kind of cele- celebratory kind of um, photograph. Yeah, you shouldn't be doing with that. A- no, you shouldn't be doing that. It's awful. But um, So they did all, did all that um, and uh, this guy got quite far but um, in, the, um, in the press conference <laughs> before he was caught a journalist asked um, d- did, you, um, did you expect could you um, ever see a, a situation where um, two prisoners climb on each other's shoulders like like um, the little rascals, which is with a big trench asked, coat on. Yeah, with a big trench coat on, um, and they asked that in a proper uh, press conference. It really made me laugh because it was so fucking stupid. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it has been the summer of um, of jailbreaks in many ways. I like um, I like the I forget what it was it said it, but like um, because he was working in the kitchen, mm. this guy Daniel Khalife, um, he still had his chef's kind of uniform on. When right, he escaped. 
uh, which involved him wearing um, a pair of red trousers. And someone said, if he's in Richmond with red trousers on, you're never going to find him. <laughs> you're never going to find him. Because <laughs> like, everyone's Chiswick, got them on. Because Chiswick Park's massive, isn't it? Like, it was in Richmond Park, Park actually. Richmond Park, right. Which is, is that the one with the absolutely huge. It is. Riding a deer around. And, and, right. and I was, it made me think, actually, that... Um, like, he, so he, he left um, the, the prison, you know, apparently, on the underside of a, of a delivery lorry, lorry from the kitchen at mm. like 7.30 in the morning. Uh, the prison staff didn't notice for twenty minutes. Yeah, and then the police didn't weren't called. I think for another twenty five minutes after that. I guess because that just makes sure he wasn't on the premises or whatever. So he had a forty five mm. minute head start. Now I understand that prisons are horrendously underfunded, and the prison system in this country is an absolute disgrace because it's been absolutely filleted by the Tory government for so many years. So I'm not trying to you know, criticise any of the staff there, but you've got forty five minutes when you escape from a prison. Uh, what do you rate? What do you what do you make of his tactics? So he basically went straight to Richmond Park. Yeah, um, and it took a couple of days to get him. Um, what would you have done? Would you have? Would you? Because I mean, the UK is the most CCTV covered country outside of China in the world. I think. Mm. So you, you, your options are very limited. What are you? What are you thinking? Sewer. Take take the sewer. Go on the roofs. That's what I would say. Well, which. That's the opposite. Both those things are the opposites. Well, just if the police go down the sewer, go on the roof, and if the police go on the roof, go in the sewer. Yeah. Yeah. Did you grow up in a cartoon? <laughs> what do you think this is? Run up the wall like a crab. Um, yeah, it, it is so difficult, but, like, how do you... If I've got, like, a CCTV um, in my shop or outside my shop, can... Do people... Like, police don't have access to all of the CCTV, I think they can request they? it, I think. They can request it if they know that the person is in the area. Because I'll say that, like, Stu next door, um, he when when my scooter went missing, he looked on his ring doorbell. He couldn't find anything. Oh, so no, no <laughs> I good, requisitioned no good. Some, some, some footage. The good news <laughs> is that um, that ring doorbell means that um, Amazon will be selling him stuff that he doesn't need for the rest of his life. So Right, um, okay. That, that's, that's the downside. Fine. I, I'd like <laughs> to know whether the, the guy in question saw an opportunity and took it. Mm-hmm. In which case, I think he did as well as he could have done. Yeah. But if this yeah. was a plan, you're really going to need to be put, having some kind of boat ready, I think. Some kind of quite isolated beach or port, some little fishing port or something. Mm. And you've got to get out of the country as soon as possible. Take advantage of Britain's frankly terrible relationship with the rest of the Europe. Yeah. And, <laughs> and get out of there. Yeah, get out of there. Well, I, we, there was a news story that we were going to talk about that I don't think we ever did, um, where a man um, in America um, put lemon juice on his face while robbing a bank, thinking it would make him invisible to the CCTV. I don't know where he'd read it. Um, I believe it was Florida. Um, I don't know where he'd read this, but apparently um, when he was arrested... He shouted, "How did you find me? I wore the juice, and I've been thinking about. <laughs> I've been thinking about. I wore the juice so often. Uh, in, 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 in that's the a last great catchphrase. Yeah. How did you catch me? I wore the juice. That's brilliant. <laughs> and, and and obviously, I wonder where he read that. Mm. Yeah. It's, um, uh, that reminds me of a story of um, about a couple of years ago. I don't. I can't quite remember the details. It's probably a lot more horrific than I'm remembering it. Mm. But did you hear that story of um, how there was a guy who? tried to hold up a um a petrol station like Slovakia. Yeah. And um the woman working behind the counter basically gave him a blowjob <laughs> to hold him what? there. Yeah, until until the police arrived he got caught. That I mean that seems like that seems like a crazy decision to make, no? She offered I'd, the blowjob, he accepted I'd, it, I'd, stuck I'd, around I'd, for I'd, it. I don't think that um it's, what's the not Munchausen by proxy. What's the thing when you fall in love with your captor? 
Oh, Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, it just seems that that ha- happened way too quick. <laughs> I don't I don't know the detail. I can't yeah. remember. It was like a couple of years ago. Yeah. But she basically delayed him in the petrol station for the police to turn up. Was, was it a bad... <laughs> Like, I have no, you wouldn't I have want to no be good idea. at it, would you? You I would, have just, no you would idea. take your time. You would, you would be bad at it to to, to elongate. So I mean, to that speak, guy so. is probably still in prison now because our yeah. robbery is a serious crime. He needs to, he needs to keep his eye on the prize. Sort of his speak. priorities I mean, are God. all wrong, all over the place. Yeah. good God. All right, Peter. Uh, one other story <laughs> I really want to get to before we uh, we wrap up, and we could do some more of this on Thursday, I'm sure. Mm. Is um, surely you have. <laughs> I've come across this because it's it's a favourite favourite class subject of the Luke and Pete show community. I think. Um, do you remember uh, Jordan Peterson half remembering the plot from Skyfall and presenting it as fact on the podcast? Yes. And <laughs> uh, what what what's what's been happening? Because he's doing a um, I think he's doing a short the or two, isn't he? He's uh, oh, Rick, we should go. Th- we I mean, should that go. Is, that is. Uh, can you imagine British versions of the sort of people who follow John Peterson? I'd love to go. I'd yeah. love to see what it'd be like. Well, I'm, I have I'm, to say, I'm currently under uh, under investigation by the Abroad in Japan uh, YouTube uh, viewers um, because uh, a lot of them um, find. Uh, well, I'm not seeing a lot of them, but a couple of very vocal um, fans of John Peterson um, found my comments about John Peterson um, quite problematic. <laughs> Quite amazing how sensitive these alpha male types can be, isn't it? It really, really is. It really, really <laughs> So for those of you, so I wish you all the best with that, by the way, and leave yeah. me out of it. I, really Thanks, can, I can't stress yeah. that enough. Um, <laughs> what Jordan Peterson did, he's, he he was on an interview podcast with a, quite a famous American guy who always does Joe Rogan, whose name's escaped me, and he seems a bit mm. of an idiot himself. Anyway, um, he's mentioned the idea of a rat king, right? Yes. And Jordan yeah, Peterson yeah, yeah, got yeah. confused, doesn't know what a rat king is because he's fucking mad. And there's mm. no, he, I mean, the problem with Jordan Peterson is he's quite literally got absolutely no connection to the real world whatsoever. <laughs> so it's very difficult for him to engage on a conversational level with a normal person, which is probably why he spends all his time in this rarefied atmosphere, either talking to a camera or mm. other people just like him. And um, a rat king is, of course, when rats in sewers or underground tunnels or whatever, through various different means, get their, their tails all tied together and they can't get away. It's horrific mm. kind of part of nature really but yeah. he thought a rat king was basically what Javier Bardem's character as the main antagonist in Skyfall talks about when all the rats on this island start eating each other and and, and honestly I, I know you're not going to have any sympathy for this but <laughs> I thought it was funny when he started presenting that as something that genuinely happened mm. when in fact it was the, probably just the last film a very previously very eminent clinical psychologist had seen and he presented his <laughs> fact and yeah. then after a while i thought actually do you know what i think he might just be a little bit ill right well i i would i would say yeah I, under when a lot he of said mental that, pressure it seemed like I, I i enjoyed and kind of believed it when he said it <laughs> and that's actually a really interesting point because don't underestimate how far you can get in life by just presenting something confidently yeah. Even if you've completely made up. That's really ultimately the kind of underpinning of all these types of right wing kind of Asian provocateurs, right? Did mm. you know this is happening? Can you believe that's happening? What are you gonna yeah. do about it? Never and, mind, and none once, of it's fucking true. And once you get upset and then once you get um upset, you, they just move on to the next thing, don't they? Yes, exactly. Straight away. They've mm. got no shame, they don't worry about that, they just move on yeah. to the next thing. So when yeah. Ben Shapiro got ridiculed for saying that climate change wouldn't affect people who live by the coast because they would just sell their houses. Yeah, Everyone thought that was amazing and a great gotcha and everyone had a great old time. What's he done about it? Nothing. Just moved on to the next thing. Yeah. Still doing exactly. it. Still going. 
I was watching um, Bill Maher's been, um, and we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up shortly, um, Bill Maher's been criticised for uh, going ahead um, with his show without writers um, and just, you know, being Bill he's Maher. He's a bit of a weird character though, isn't he? He's sort of changed massively and, yeah. and he's uh, he's a very strange man, but, you know, he gets 10 million a fucking year or something. He's a yeah. very rich man. Um, my dad my dad likes him because he, uh, he challenges, he, you know, he challenges... You know the the the, the, the perceived wisdom that you know he's Twitter sam- is obsessed with. You know, he's just, he's just, sam- just, cha- all he's just asking questions. He yeah. just says what we're all thinking. Yeah. He's just asking the. He's just asking questions, Luke. Um, yeah. But he um, he had Henry Rollins on the show uh, back in the day, um, and he was coming out with some twaddle about literally statutory rape that it's fine. And Henry Rollins was like, "What?" <laughs> um, but it yeah. did make me notice that um, Ben Shapiro is like a weak. A weakling version of Henry Rollins. He does Henry look a Rollins bit like him, doesn't he? Is a jacked up version of Ben Shapiro. I'd love to see him fight each other. Oh, oh I mean, I don't think it would last very long. It wouldn't. I'd still pay per view it though. I would, yeah, I would, yeah. I bloody love it. A I'd real TV party, and no mistake. That's a really good observation, Peter. Well done. Thanks, mate. Well, yeah, that's good. Let's let's end on a high then. Let's get out of here. Definitely. Um, this we'll, has we'll been do some more stuff um, on on what, what's happened while Pete's been away on on Thursday, I suppose. Yes, please. Yes, please. Lovely stuff. Uh, yeah. If you want to get in touch, hello at lukepeachshow We're on YouTube. You can see us on uh, Instagram, TikTok, all kinds of things. Rory is a busy bee chopping up our little videos and getting them disseminated. Um, our insemination disseminated uh, out on the out on the websites. So um, enjoy that. Out on the websites. Good out stuff, on the websites. Mate. You're a bit hungry. You're a bit um, jet lagged. Jet lagged. Yes. Yeah, fair yes. See you on Thursday. <laughs> Ta-ta. Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.